Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Sherut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. In this week's Building Ourselves podcast, I would like to revisit a topic we have discussed here before, how to talk about healthy approaches to sexuality and relationships, especially with kids and teenagers today. This, unfortunately, is still all too necessary in our world as we continue to hear accusations of sexual harassment or abuse. In New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo has just resigned after numerous accusations of sexual harassment by women. In Israel, modeling agent Shaya Vital has been accused of sexual abuse by at least 25 women who worked for him. These are just additions to a growing list of men who use their positions to potentially take advantage of women. When these type of, type of accusations come out, it is an opportunity to talk about positive messages regarding sexuality and relationships with our students and children. If we live in a world where they will have access to these news stories or to unsavory TV shows or pretty much anything online at some point, they will be exposed to messages about sexuality and male-female relationships which are not based on Torah values nor mutual respect. It is therefore up to us to learn to talk more openly in our homes or classrooms about these topics. At this point, you might be wondering, what does all of this have to do with the Parsha? This week's Parsha as well, L'Havdil, is a springboard for this kind of discussion. Parshat Kitetze opens with a disturbing law. When a Jewish man goes to war and desires a foreign woman among the captives, he may take her home on the condition that he waits one month during which her beauty is neglected and must then marry or free her. This is not an easy section of the Torah to study or teach. Yet when seen in its biblical setting and through the eyes of the Midrashic rabbis, This law teaches us a lesson lesson about healthy approaches to sexuality and the necessity of consent and respect. In fact, the Talmud expresses the importance of learning and of sexual education in the following following story. The Gemara in Brachot relates that Rav Kahana once entered and lay beneath his teacher's bed, Rav's bed. He heard Rav chatting and laughing with his wife and seeing to his needs, meaning having relations with her. Rav Kahana said to Rav, the mouth of Abba, of Rav, is like one who has never eaten a cooked dish, meaning his behavior was lustful. Rav said to him, Kahana, you are here? Meaning under his bed? Leave, as this is an undesirable mode of behavior. Rav Kahana said to him, but it is Torah and I must learn. Torahi belilmod anitzarich. So returning to the Parsha, the Torah teaches us the law of Eshe'ifah Torah and states, When you take the field against your enemies and the Lord your God delivers them into your power and you take some of them captive and you see among the captives a beautiful woman and you desire her and would take her as a wife. The Torah continues. The Torah here emphasizes the soldier's physical desire. He takes her based solely on her physical appearance. He sees her. He desires her. She is known as Eshet Yefat Torah, a beautiful woman. That is her identity. 
Yet the Torah still puts limits on this situation. A soldier can't just take a woman during wartime. There, were, there was a process in which the soldier had some amount of responsibility toward this captive woman. This law in the Torah is troubling when read through modern eyes. The Torah's concession to human weakness in allowing this woman to be taken would be unthinkable today and would likely be deemed a war crime. However, in the context of antiquity, the idea of putting constraints on victorious soldiers was revolutionary and significantly limited, limited wartime rape. The Midrash was aware that this was far from ideal and further discourages this behavior, says the Midrash to Varim Rabbah. Ben Azay Omer, Avera, Goreret Avera, Ketad. Ben Azay teaches, one who sins leads to another sin. How is this? Noting the Torah's incongruous placement of this law next to a law regarding polygamy, and then the rebellious son, Ben Soro More, the Midrash teaches, one sin leads to another sin, meaning taking the Eshet Yifat Torah into one's house will cause conflict and a catastrophic breakdown of family relationships. It may be permitted, but it is toxic for everyone involved. Seen through modern feminist eyes, the problem behind Eshet Yifat Torah highlights the dangers of viewing women solely through the physical lens as sexual objects. This is something that has been written about in feminist studies, for instance, by the French philosopher and feminist theorist Simone de Beauvoir. In her famous work, The Second Sex, she wrote about the problems that exist in society when men are the subject and women are considered other, inessential, which can lead to the exploitation of women. Talking about the Torah's attempt to regulate the Eshet Yifat Torah situation is a great way to open a discussion with teens or students about the Jewish view of sexuality. Moreover, the Midrash's interpretation further distances us from viewing such behavior as acceptable. The Torah and the Midrash are applaudable for being voices of morality in their time and context, in a world where a female captive had no rights, which, thank God, is no longer the case today. This case of Eshet Torah is an opportunity to talk about healthy and positive views of sexuality and demonstrate that sexuality without consent has disastrous effects, and healthy sexuality goes beyond mere physical attraction. In this way, we contribute to preventing sexual harassment and abuse and help the next generation establish relationships based on mutual respect and love. Shabbat Shalom. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Micah Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.